yeah, it was. I've never had that ever in training and just anything in life, the first time ever, and it was. Um... Download the All Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. November 18th, man. You're back. Back in action. Jose Johnson. Let's get your thoughts on him and, and the skill set that he possesses. Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting fight. He's definitely a striker with some dynamic uh, skills on the feet. Uh, I think he's capable everywhere, but I, I know that that's where he thinks he's going to have the advantage on me. So uh, I think it makes for a really exciting fight. Those are the type of, type of things that get me up these days. Um, I want the excitement. I want I want the fun fights because that's what uh, brings out the best in me. Without a doubt. And he's he's physically, he's a lot different from a lot of the other Bantamweights in the division, right? How does that play? Have you faced anybody that's similar to his his uh, physicality? Not 100%, no. Like he's definitely going to be the tallest guy I've fought, like the rangiest guy. But um, I've seen it all, man, like uh, especially just fighting taller guys as a short guy. That's just that's life, man. That's the way it's been mm-hmm. forever in the gym and in sparring. And, uh, yeah, it comes fairly natural. Even the game plan that I think is going to uh, be effective for me is my natural style aggressive come forward smother out his range and try and land a heavier shot so yeah man i think it's queued up to be a perfect fight for me yeah getting inside you know if he can't land on the end of his punches or at the end of his strikes the strikes don't really you know damage much right you know there's there's this pros and cons to everything Mm -hmm. like there's even pros and cons to being the taller guy like uh Mm -hmm. for him he's got long reach but that that means that there's there's more distance his punch needs to travel Mm -hmm. before it hits me and it's like there's just pros and cons and everything. And I'm just going to make sure I capitalize the pros of, of my body type versus his and shut down any of the cons that it might give me. So, yeah, man, I, I don't really think that much about it. Um, if things like that mattered as much, I just feel like we wouldn't even have to have these fights. You know, that's why we, that's why we do the fight, because uh, you can't just tell on paper how it's going to go down. Exactly. And, you know, his his UFC debut against Damon Blackshear. What did you think of that fight? Now, there wasn't much to get from it, uh, to be honest. I don't, um, I don't really hold. It doesn't really hold that much water for me either way, because I know Jose took it on short notice, uh, and Demond uh, is a really tough fight, and that's a bad matchup, like stylistically for for Jose. And it went terrible for him, but man, we've all had nights that go terrible. It's just the way it is sometimes. Um, I don't really, I didn't really pick up too much from that fight. Uh, really, that one. I actually watched some of his previous fights, his contender series fights. I think there's a little bit more value in, in him and those. So, you know, that, that debut not going great for him. I mean, yeah, it's not, it doesn't really uh, doesn't really change my perspective on him. I know he's dangerous. So. How often do you hit twisters? In, uh, do you go for twisters in, in practice? If I twister Jose, it'll be the first time I've ever done it. So I, he, can, uh, he can rest easy. <laughs> Yeah. And uh your last fight man you've been you've been you've been out for over a year. Uh I see that you uh suffered the shoulder injury in that last fight. How did it happen? You know, I don't even really know how it happened. It was actually a bit of a mystery my um my my physio team um Fortius here. They they really had to work hard to figure out what happened. We we thought maybe it was like something was broken, then we thought something was torn. We thought it was like a bursitis thing. Just in whatever happened in the fight, I didn't even notice it until I was uh, after the fight. Uh, I I just couldn't lift my arm, and I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, yeah, just like a weird injury, and it took a long time to figure it out and to heal it. So 
it was just a slow process, but you know, it's a hundred percent behind me. So uh, I'm good to go. No surgery, it, nothing like that needed. So. Yeah. And, and how did it impact the performance? Did it impact the performance at all? I, you know, it'd be easy to say it did, but I, I don't really think it did. I, I don't think the injury really was able to take hold. You know, it sounds kind of funny, but like, I don't think it really mattered much during the fight. That fight though, um, you know, I broke my nose really early in that, in the first round. And that took a long time for me to get my bearings back and get everything straightened out again before I could kind of work myself back into the fight. So I took a lot of confidence from my ability to do that because I still think I won the second half of the fight. But the damage was done and, you know, a fair fair play to, to Alatang. He, he, he got the fight. But that, that nose break was me pulling back on a hook and it hit the edge of my nose. And, you know, everybody's got excuses, but if I – pulled back an extra half an inch, I, I know I could beat Alatang. I think I'm a better fighter. Uh, but that was too too much for me to overcome in that fight. Um, so I'm still taking a ton of positives away. I think I'm better than him, and now I know it because I felt him in there. And I also felt some of my own resilience. You know, when, when things are, are rough, I know I know I can keep going. So it's all good. Losses, they suck, but the, the performance I took a lot of positives from. Yeah, that's a perfect example of, you know, whenever people say it's a game of inches, literally, that was a game of inches right there. Yeah, I know. And it's like, I, I don't like to be an excuse guy either. And it's like, you know, mm -hmm. straight up, he won. But man, I keep looking back at that fight. And when I watch it again, you can just see the definitive moment where, you know, I really had to deal with that. And it took me a whole, the rest of that round, halfway into round two before I, you know, even kind of really got my head straight again. And at that point, I was—I had too much of a mountain to climb, but, you know, whatever. Half an inch one way, half an inch the other way. Yeah. Maybe half an inch the other way ends up knocking me out cold, so whatever. Yeah. It, it is what True, it is. true. Um, but was that the first time you've had your nose broken in a fight? Yeah, it was. I've never had that ever in training, in just anything in life, the first time ever. And it was, um, it, it was, I'm, I'm sure a lot of fighters go through stuff, but, man, it, it was really difficult to deal with, uh, I've told this story to kind of my teammates and, and my students and stuff just because it's it's kind of like valuable. But man, it happened. I felt the pressure. I felt the the ringing, the pain. It was real right away. But man, when I sat down in between rounds, I swear before my butt hit the stool, the cut guy had me back with Q-tips jammed and the pressure and blood's pouring down. And I, it felt like before I even got one deep breath, it's like clackers going. I'm like, holy shit, that was my break already. Like I didn't even didn't feel like a break at all so the next part of the start around two i was kind of just getting my bearings again so that was a that was an experience though i never had to experience like damage like that in between rounds and it's different you don't really get the same type of break when you're dealing with damage in between so it was a learning experience not the most fun one but i i know it now so do you think that the break should be a little longer between rounds because i think boy tai the breaks are longer between rounds and they fight less minutes yeah, I mean, yes and no. I, I Typically, it's never been an issue. I'm usually the guy chomping at the bit. I'm, uh, cardio is a, a weapon I use. But, uh, yeah, it, it does bring a different, like, intangible, right? Like, how to deal with things like damage in between. Because now you don't get the rest you'd normally get. And I kind of, uh, you know, I can expect that now. It's not as much of a shock. But, no, I think it's all good. The, the breaks are normal. The, the length of rounds uh, are pretty much bang on. I think it's like you have to be in such a high physical shape to really get through those rounds and, and have a high output. They've got it pretty figured out. I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I think if people don't understand how physically and fatiguing it is to fight, they just need to go hit pads for three minutes straight with the coach, just pushing you. And then you'll understand like 
yo, if I did this against a human being that's trying to kill me, I would probably die. You know what I mean? Especially if they're skilled. You know, it's, uh, whenever you're in control of your output, you can do whatever. People run marathons. <laughs> they do all this crazy shit. And, they, and I couldn't run a marathon. But when somebody's making you put something like that you don't want to do and makes you move when you don't want to move, it's a different kind of uh, wear on the, on the cardio. So, Definitely. yeah, a lot of people can't relate. No matter how much they try to, it's not the same. No, nah, it's not. And, you know, with the shoulder, like what was the process of you getting back in the gym so you could train full blast? You know, I was pretty fortunate that because it was it was an injury um, that I couldn't work around for, you know, a couple weeks. But after that, I could train. I just couldn't train at like high intensity. Mm-hmm. So I really used the time to focus on really specific things I wanted to get better at. Like I was really working on some details for jujitsu. And breaking news, I just got my black belt last night from my coach. Uh, So that was one of my goals, like, while I was injured and I wasn't able to train for a fight. I could still train pretty effectively at, like, like 80%, 90%, which means I could still roll. I could still do my drilling. I could still work on techniques. I did that in boxing and in jiu-jitsu, and I had that goal. I knew I was close to my black belt, but as a fighter, I mean, you have to always put that on hold when you're in training camp. But, yeah, I was able to focus on it for this year. And then, yeah, just last night, I got presented my black belt. I was pretty surprised. But, yeah, so here we go. That's the best, right? You're surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Congratulations, man. Hey, that's that's a lifelong journey right there, man. I think it's one of the – I think one of the proudest moments as a martial artist is if you, if you train jiu-jitsu and that's the goal in your life and you could reach that anytime. You know, because I mean? there's guys that train all, like, 20 years and they still don't get their black belt. Yeah, it's a really um, tough shift. Like, you can get through all your training and your skills get better and you can progress to the belt. But black belt is about mastery, and it is really difficult last step because you have to be – you're already quite good. You're a brown belt. I mean, you know a lot. You can do a lot. But there's a difference between being able to do something and then fully understanding it and understanding it to a level that you can articulate it and you can teach it to new people. Like, it's just such a deeper level. And it was a great year for me because I, I, I opened my own gym, so I'm doing a lot of coaching too. So I was really able to tie the two together, focus on the mastery, the details, uh, the whys, and it just, you know, without – it seems obvious now, but all of a sudden my grappling was just way better too, even though I wasn't, you know, pushing it super hard. But just I filled in some of those details that are – they're hard to focus on, um, but the injury kind of helped me do that, so I'm, I'm fortunate. Yeah, you, you mentioned you have your own gym now. You opened it during the time off. You have your black belt, your UFC fight. What else do you need to advertise the gym, right? Nothing else, really. Uh, once I knock out Jose and re-sign <laughs> my contract and get on some main cards, and man, my goals don't stop. As I grow, they grow. So uh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm always looking for more. Nice, nice. And, you know, winter is it winter in, in Calgary now? Oh, yeah. You know, most of the snow's gone. We had a little snowfall, but it's warmed up a little bit. But, yeah, we're we're full on. It's winter. Winter training camps, man. How are they in Calgary? Yeah, it's all good. You know, uh, Calgary's Calgary's got a really cool energy to it. We're really close to the mountains. We've got a river that runs right through it. Um, you know, I, our, our weather is, like, it's harsh, but we still get a lot of nice days and nice times. Like, even now, it's, like, fairly cold. It's, like, minus, I don't know seven or ten or something like that but the sun's shining and like when you're under the sun and you're still under the sun it still feels good so i don't know i've grown up here forever so i i'm pretty used to it i guess any like outdoor ice baths in the river do you guys do that 
No, you know, it's funny. I, I've always had this, like, plan to. It's like, yeah, for this camp, I'm going to run in the mountains. And I'm, it's just, it's just I don't know, it's a lot of time-consuming. And it's one of those things that the idea is great. The execution isn't quite there, but maybe one day. Yeah, it looks good on, like, uh, a documentary or something. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it looks exactly, good on the movies, right? right? And, in, and in your mind, it's like, oh, that'd be so cool. But, like, I don't want students drowning and shit to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, de definitely don't want that happening, man. Let's just, um, let's just stay in the gym. Yeah, definitely. Um, how has this camp differed from the previous camps? It's actually a lot different. This is probably the most uh, changed camp I've had because – now that I'm running the gym, uh, that's basically my evenings are, are always there. So now I used to just do evening classes with the team, the pro team, and, and do our MMA thing. I still get a little bit of that in, but now I actually plan my training through the day, which means I'm handpicking coaches, training partners, and I'm setting up certain times that certain people can come. And the benefit has just been massive. I mean, I'm picking guys that are you know, really good training partners. They're pushing the things that I need, whether it's body type, skill type or whatever um and it's just geared towards me specifically and i've never really had that um and yeah, i can just tell i mean the difference is, is massive so it's just like a personalized custom training camp and i mean i'm better than ever there's there's no doubt that it's been a, a smart choice so. i was speaking with uh damon jackson who i believe opened his own gym last year and he told me in that process he was able to get back to basics because you guys are such advanced martial artists that, you know, the basics kind of get lost sometimes. And, and because he had to teach everybody the basics again in his own gym, it almost like he fell in love with the basics again. And he was starting to drill more. Was that the case for you a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Really breaking down. And even just the curiosity of your students, they're asking questions that make you, uh, really dig in and find those proper answers and there's things that you might not you might have glossed over it before but yeah the uh, the students are really motivating man like uh, my gym is uh i mean there's a lot of newer people who've been open for about eight months now and there's a lot of newer people that it's the first time they ever trained so it's kind of like a white belt gym right now mm -hmm. but uh that's super exciting to me because they, they i remember what it was like to be a white belt myself and the passion the curiosity is it's just uh it's really energizing and i feel a lot of their support um, I know they're all cheering for me and they want to see me go out there and win. So I, uh, I want to make sure they know they're, uh, training with the right guy. Yeah. And the support I feel like is massive for, for a fighter, right? Like you have that community behind you. Yeah. It, it, it's motivating. You know, you have to find that motivation and it's not going to always be there. It comes in lots of different ways. And, you know, when you make the UFC and you have some success, it's pretty easy to just kind of, you're just doing it now because that's just what you do. But for me, I, my goals keep evolving, and um, the motivation I get from family support, the team support, it's just, yeah, I'm, I've been done doing it for myself a long time ago. Uh, this is all about doing it for everybody else now. You said, you know, you're going to get the knockout. You know, how do you see it playing out, though? Do you see it going all over the place, or do you feel like it's going to be a striking battle? Jose's just going to want to stand and, and trade with you. You know, I think it is going to be a wild fight because I think uh, – um, we, we both kind of have that attached to us where we're, we're stand-up fighters. So uh, there's no doubt we're both going to test the other person to see, you know, what their ground game is like. I mean, uh, I'm sure Jose has spent a lot of time preparing for guys to take him down. It's just what happens in his career. But I've had the same thing forever. So we, we both are very capable everywhere, and I'm going to test him everywhere. I mean, if standing and, and, and trading is something I love to do, but I'm also going to make sure that he can handle – 
me on the ground because if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going that way too. So I feel really confident all over the fight right now. This is the first fight that I'm going in without this game plan. Really, it's just about executing everywhere and being better everywhere. So uh, some of the pressure's off. You know, if your plan is to stand up and you get taken down, you see it on guys' faces sometimes. Their energy, they're like, oh shit, it's not going right. For me, there is no you know going right or wrong. I'm gonna be able to uh, do well everywhere. And it's just exciting. I'm looking forward to putting on a, a really crazy fight. I want it to be wild. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be a wild one, man. He has a lot of finishes. You have a lot of finishes. It's uh, it's gonna be a finish fest. I. One last thing, Usada and you know the UFC, they're splitting ways. Were were your all your experiences good with with Usada? Yeah, all mine were. I mean, uh, it's been pretty easy for me. I, maybe I'm not as, um, you know, hit up as some of the other guys. But I mean, yeah, it was pretty easy for me. Um, the process was fine, but I don't have a lot to compare it to either. So all I'm going off of is what they did for me. And they would come to my gym a lot, even when I was working or, and coaching and always respectful and waited off to the sides till I had appropriate time. And yeah, I didn't have a problem with it, but everybody has different, uh, you know, experiences with that. <laughs> yeah. There's been many cases and, and they're bringing in someone new, you know, I guess you could compare it, right? when they start yeah, exactly you know it's funny how it works too because usada gets I, again i shouldn't even speak on something i don't know that much about but like for us here in calgary we have they sub out their work to test the athletes to local people so like we have the university of calgary they have like appropriate testers so those people come out even though they're working for usada so i'm expecting whatever the new company is is probably going to do the same thing like it's probably not going to look that different like i actually expect to see the same faces come knock on my door so i i don't know i, I don't think it's really going to be that much of a change really because it's not like they're changing and they might be but i don't think they're changing like the boots on the ground people i mean otherwise what are they going to do they're not going to you know fly people out here so yeah that would be that would not be cost effective yeah i noticed that every country has their own like you know, in Korea, they have Kata, which is the test. Right. They do the testing for USADA. And I guess Canada has the university. Every country yeah, has yeah. it. And yeah, every place has something like that. So I, I, you can't not do it that way. So even with this new company, they might have some different procedure stuff mm -hmm. for it. But yeah, I don't, I don't see it looking that different, really. But what do I know? <laughs>